If you're ready to get out of your own way to follow the seven-figure science of success, then welcome to Sell Without Selling. Tune in with renowned international speaker Stacey O'Byrne as she shows you how mastering relationships, achieving the proper mindset, and attaining the necessary motivation will catapult you away from failure and onto your journey to greatness. And now, here is your host, Stacey O'Byrne. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Sell Without Selling. I'm your host, Stacey O'Byrne, and I believe that learning the art and the science of how to sell without selling is the only way to achieve high six and seven figure success. I'm really excited to get into today's episode. And really quick, if you're a business owner, entrepreneur, or sales professional, and you haven't hit the level of success that you've wanted or needed, or if you're stuck and needing a pivot in your business and your success, or maybe you just want more and you understand the importance of having a coach to help identify the blind spots, increase accountability, and help with success strategies to take you, your business, your income, and your success to the next level. If this sounds like something for you, then head over to pivotpointadvantage.com slash I want success. That's pivotpointadvantage.com slash I want success. There's a quick application there that will lead to a personal phone call with me to see if we're a great fit for each other. All right, let's do this. Who are you? Have you ever really thought about this question? I mean, seriously, I promise this isn't going to be woo-woo. Although it could, we could go in multiple directions to this, and woo-woo is definitely a direction we can go. And I promise you that I'm gonna speak to this from the pretense of sales, from the pretense of success. And I promise you that by the end of this, all of it will get put together so that who you are, how you are, who you show up as at an unconscious level really helps you connect the dots as to the relevancy, as to how important who are you and that question really is in every area of your life, whether it's personal or professional whether it has to do with your relationships, your happiness, your health, your wealth, your spirituality, your friends, your family, your business, your career, your beliefs, your capabilities or lack thereof. We do an exercise in class and the exercise that we do in one of our classes is called the I am exercise. And basically what this does is it helps people understand how they store a representation of themselves, both consciously and unconsciously. I'll even share with you the depth of the exercise. We have people say the two most powerful words in language, and that is I am. I am is the foundational segment, which then paves the way for what follows it. So if you turn around and say, I am Stacy, I am a coach, I am a trainer, I am successful. All of that is empowering and all of that is also conscious, right? When you keep going and keep going, it drills it down to the most unconscious level. So now we get a conscious, unconscious awareness. Now for some people, 
they hold back anything negative because they don't want people to know the skeletons that exist in our closet. For other people, they hold back a lot of positive stuff because they don't want people to think that they're arrogant or egotistic or egocentric. They don't want people to, to think that they think that big of themselves. In some cases, they hold back the most foundational words that follow that statement. Either case, in any situation, no matter how someone partakes in the I am exercise, it's still very powerful for them because it gives them the opportunity to see. See from an awareness of what does go through their mind that may or may not come out of their mouth or what they allow come out of their mouth. See, just because it goes through your mind and not your mouth doesn't mean it doesn't exist. See, I am being the two most powerful words in language. They're also the two most powerful thoughts in language. I am is actually a journey from a conscious and unconscious perspective. I am is a culmination of our, how we were parented, how we were educated. Our social programming, I am, molds our existence, both positively and negatively. You've heard me mention before multiple times, as I'm sure you've heard it in multiple other scenarios, that we create as we think and we create as we speak. Reality is our thoughts become things. They mold our very existence. Have you ever made anything that required a mold? I want to share a quick little story with you. When I was little, my, one of my aunts was a candy maker. She dated a man that owned uh, a really famous chocolate shop on the East Coast. And as a hobby, she used to love to make chocolates. So she would go in there with him all the time and help him make his, his chocolates. He was, he was an amazing chocolatier and, and some of the rewards I got were, were he would share some of his new creations with me. Anyway, one of her favorite things to do was to make holiday chocolates and they were very, very decorated. So she would bring the molds home and you know, she would, she would melt chocolate on a double broiler or, or double boiler, sorry. And, um, and then she would have the milk chocolates, the dark chocolates, the white chocolates. She would then have colored chocolates, you know, for, for holidays, like for Christmas and stuff like that. She'd have reds and greens and, and blues, and I can go on and on. And we would sit there for hours and paint in the most detail into the molds and then we would freeze it and then after it would come out we would then paint in more detail with a different colored chocolate then we would freeze that and we would keep doing it until all the detail was outlined in these molds and then when it was ready, we would spoon in or pour in, depending on how small or big the molds were, 
we would then pour in the chocolate, either the milk chocolate or, do or dark chocolate or white chocolate, depending on the type of chocolate we were making. And then we would put that in the freezer and then pull that out. And then after it was ready, we would pop them out of the molds. And then in front of us, we would have these most beautiful, decorated, handcrafted chocolates that, you know, he would then individually wrap and sell as special holiday chocolates. And they would all have different flavors in it and everything because he would always flavor the chocolates for us. It was, it was a lot of fun. It was an incredible memory. And I remember that when I was a kid, I was fascinated by how meticulous these chocolates would come out of the mold and that I actually made that and that I could change the form of each chocolate that came out by the amount of effort and time I put into it as well as the different colors or lack thereof. I mean, there were some times where I wouldn't use a brush and meticulously paint detail, we would just pour the chocolate into the mold. And I realized that no matter what, as long as the liquid went in, and as long as we let the liquid settle, the solid substance that came out was identical to the mold. So think about it. Our thoughts take the shape of whatever mold you pour them into. Really step back and look at my candy making experience. Because I have to tell you at a young age, I really got it and I didn't get it. I didn't get it until I started realizing that this showed up in everything. I was an amazing athlete. I was amazing at math. I didn't like English and had a belief that I wasn't good at it. So all those thoughts I poured in about being a softball player and a basketball player, the mold that came out was I was always an all-star. All those thoughts that I poured in about how good I was at math, all the product that came out was I was excellent at math. Now, fast forward to English class, writing, composition, grammar, all of that. All those thoughts got poured in and what came out, well, was an unfavorable mold. Our thoughts take the shape of whatever mold we pour them into. They take the shape in our lives through pictures and through words and through images that then go through our mind. Then it becomes more pronounced and defined by the words that come out of our mouth, which then create our actions and our behaviors. See, all that happens is even though you think it and don't speak it, it doesn't mean that it doesn't get created. It doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. What happens is, is the words that go through your head, the pictures that go through your mind, the images, they start forming that mold. They start creating that mold. And then as you get comfortable with that mold, it then takes shape because then you start speaking it. You start choosing different words. And those words then make that mold more pronounced, more defined. 
And then that starts dictating your behavior, which ultimately creates your actions. Our life, our success, our results take shape of the mold that you create. If we want a different life, if we want different results, we must change the mold. Our life and our results reflect the molds that we use. Now look, I know that this sounds a little weird. I want to go back to how who we are is relevant to how we sell or how successful we are. When you start thinking about your capabilities as it applies to sales, as it applies to success, as it applies to negotiating, as it applies to closing, networking, cold calling, door knocking, whatever you have to do, marketing, what mold is being built? What pictures do you have? What words are going through your mind? What beliefs are being created? What images are being developed? See, whatever you think about your abilities, your capabilities, from the perspective of you as a salesperson, you as a successful person, you as a business owner, you as a millionaire, you as making six digits very comfortably, seven digits very comfortably, all of this creates the mold that you allow yourself to create the results. What are you pouring into a mold that you're creating? What mold are you creating? See, for me, I realized early on that I was exactly what I thought I was. That I became exactly what I thought I would become. And that I am exactly what I say I am. So my question to you is what follows I am for you, good and bad? I invite you to do this exercise from the perspective of health, from the perspective of wealth, life, business, sales, success, spirituality, relationships, friends, family. Because guess what? Our thoughts, our words aren't the only thing that create the mold that determines our results. The people that we surround ourselves with, their thoughts, their words, what they share with us, how they show up, their beliefs, all of that creates our molds as well. We are the sum product of the five people that we spend the most time with. Who are you surrounding yourself with? What are their I am statements? Because that is as relevant as what your I am statements are. It's important that you remember the philosophy and the concept of computer programming. Junk in always equals junk out. So what follows I am for you, good and bad?
I look forward to hearing all your results. And I look forward to talking with you soon. Your success is important to me. And it's also important to me to make sure that these episodes are valuable to you. I would love for you to do a few things right now. I'd love for you to hop over to Instagram and follow us at Pivot Point Advantage. That's hop over to Instagram and follow us at Pivot Point Advantage. Second, I'd love it if you'd head over to Facebook and join our Sell Without Selling community. That's head over to Facebook and join our Sell Without Selling community. We have an immense amount of interaction on both platforms. We also share different information on both platforms. So we look forward to seeing you there. Last and definitely not least, I love to chat with you, give feedback on the episodes, and find out any topics that you're interested in to help make this podcast more powerful and helpful to you achieving the success you've always dreamed of, desired, and deserved. Head over to pivotpointadvantage.com slash talk to Stacy. That's pivotpointadvantage.com slash talk to Stacy. Let's get a 15-minute call on the schedule. I look forward to getting to know you. Always remember this. Choice is a powerful thing, and suffering is always optional. Get out of your way so that you can get on your way so you can finally have your way. Thanks so much for listening, and I look forward to talking with you soon. Whether it's mastering your mindset, communication, or success, we have more ways to keep you on your journey to greatness. Be sure to visit us at pivotpointadvantage.com for exclusive online training programs, success-specific courses, and more ways to connect to Stacy directly to help you achieve the financial success you've always desired, dreamed, and deserved. That's all available on pivotpointadvantage.com.